Hello and welcome back to another episode of You Want to Do What with Dan and Julie. Today we've got Andrew on, who is a tattoo artist. Hi, Andrew. Hello. How are we today? I'm good. How are you guys? All good. I'm Andrew. Let's jump straight in. Do you want to tell everyone yeah. a bit about what you do? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, I'm a tattoo artist uh, based out of uh, Newmarket, Ontario, Canada. Um, I've been tattooing uh, about 11 years now. Um, and I Oh, like co-own a shop with uh, three other of my buddies who have known for a long time. Um, we've had the shop uh, on Main Street uh, for about four years now. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the gist of my mm. background at the moment. <laughs> so, so how did you get involved then? How did you get into this world of, of tattooing? Um, I like, I've always kind of done and been interested in art um, since like I was really young. Um, I took art throughout high school. I don't really have any like post-secondary education. Um, I really like kind of fell off the art world uh, after high school because I was just looking for a job. So I ended up doing construction and uh, like landscaping and stuff for a while. So um, I decided, you know, like this is not kind of, it's not really what I want to do. Mm. I want to do something in art. And I started getting tattooed and um, actually one of my friends was an apprentice and, uh, she's like, Hey, why don't you come in one time and, you know, you can, you can try tattooing. Uh, I think it was like, I think it was a melon or something. All right. Um, <laughs> so she's like, here, put the gloves on and, uh, and try it out. And as soon as I put the gloves on and tell you, like, it was like such a cool feeling just, just to even like have the gloves on. It's like, okay, so this is it. This is how it's going to feel. And like as soon as I started tattooing that, that melon, I was like, okay, that's it. I'm like, I have to do this. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I was looking up, you know, how to get apprenticeships or whatever. And it, it was like, I don't know, it was a little difficult to do back then, but I just randomly came up uh, like this, this uh, advertisement on Kijiji and like, Hey, yeah, we're taking apprentices like in Toronto uh, at this like real sketchy place in Chinatown. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I don't really know much about the industry. I guess it's a good, good place to learn. Um, so yeah, I got the apprenticeship and it just kind of like took off from there. And I mean, like I started to kind of make more connections, make friends and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, travel a little more. Um, and the more people I met and the more traveling I did kind of like helped me get the right connections mm. and kind of got me to where I am now as well. Yeah. So is yeah. there any kind of qualifications you need to become a tattoo artist? You mentioned you did an apprenticeship. Did that come with any sort of qualifications? And as you progress, do you need to um, hit certain criteria or is it just as you develop as an artist? No, it's more so as you develop, like you don't have to take, you know, there's no like certificate. It's, it's not considered like a trade. Um, so you don't need to go to school for it. Um, basically, you know, you just have to, you know, grind down and like practice, practice and, and make your connections. And, uh, you know, people are pretty ruthless. So I think you'll find out pretty quickly whether or not you're, <laughs> you're going to, you're going to make it or not. How, how did that apprenticeship work? Like, I'm, I'm kind of interested. You rock up one day and they're like, right, here's a melon. And then the next day it's like, right, here's some skin. You know? No, I, I, uh, I went in and they said to come in and bring some of my artwork. Um, so I did. And I mean, like my artwork had like, it was had nothing to do with tattooing, right? Like it, it did not look like tattoos at all. It was just, you know, like paintings and, and stuff like that. Um, but he like, obviously he said yes, because you're going to pay him like a certain amount per month. 
uh, to use supplies or whatever. So I'm pretty sure they were pretty lax about like who, you know, who was able to take the apprenticeship. I think they just wanted the money because uh, they're kind of scumbags. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, like we started, we were right across the street from a butcher shop. So he would make us go across the street and get like bags of pig skin, which oh is God. disgusting. It smells so bad, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> but I mean, like it's the closest thing you can really get to uh, like real skin. You so know, that's what you practice on. So we'd practice on pig skin. Yeah. And it was just, Oh man, it was so gross. Just slap the slot, like the, the slab right on the table and just like go to town on it, you know, learn how to stencil and do all that sort of stuff. Um, and then he just, you know, <laughs> like, I think it was like at least three or four months after that, like started tattooing people, which wow. was Super very quick. scary. Yeah. yeah. How was I think that? He just, How was wanted, that he just wanted money. Yeah. Oh man, like luckily I had one of my good buddies come in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I tattooed him, but I'm like, you know what? He's my buddy. I should be okay. As soon as I went to go touch his skin, like it was like, I could not stop shaking. It was like, <laughs> it was so nerve wracking. Um, yeah, it was like that for a while. Like, cause you know, like you don't really, at the time, like when you first start tattooing, you don't really know, you know, how different skin types work, how the ink goes into different skin types and different parts of the body. Uh, so that's like kind of like a, like a, an experience thing it takes a while like you can't really learn that unless you're you know you have that experience um so it was really difficult for a while especially doing like small little tattoos which are very unforgiving um especially when you're shaking like a crazy person yeah so how did you develop your style um you know because we've looked through your instagram and there's some some ones that stand out for me are really cool uh the uh, octopus and you've got um the joker from the recent joker film and there's yeah. like an old sailing ship on there and it's a really distinct style yeah, it's that very black and white shady really cool quite oh, yeah. Deep sort of thing. yeah how did you, yeah, how did you um, develop that actually you know what like the first four years probably of tattooing i did like big color pieces like all color stuff mm. um, i was never really into the black and gray um and then <clears throat> i actually when the the ipad first came out um i ended up buying one and just the way drawing on an ipad where it's like super digital versus uh i mean you can still be really loose on the ipad but when you're drawing on paper and stuff i feel like you have to kind of do a complete finished drawing but we're on on the iPad, I kind of started making things a little more simple mm-hmm. and straightforward and started kind of like blocking out the shadows and doing stuff like, like just straight black um, to see how that kind of worked out. And like with the designs I wanted to start doing, it, it kind of complemented those a lot better. Um, and I do like, I love doing the shading and stuff as well, like just keeping it super dark, but it kind of developed honestly just from getting the iPad and having like a different sort of tool to work with kind of brought my my style in like a totally different direction that's so cool and yeah, so, worked out so what what's an average day like then for a tattoo artist you know what what kind of tasks are you doing um basically you know you come to the shop uh well like our shop's open for noon usually we have people coming in um so i'll get in there you know 10 in the morning you know we do our have our coffees we'll sweep mop get our stuff ready you know like i like to do my drawings the day of um mm-hmm. Uh, cause I, I find that when people come in and you show them the drawings, it's easier to kind of explain why you've done them a certain way. Whereas like, if you send it like a week ahead or a day ahead or something, I feel like they always, you know, they have to feel the need to change stuff, 
mm. in the drawings. But um, besides that, yeah. So we get our clients to come in. We tattoo probably from like 12 until, you know, whenever the last person's done, which is usually about eight or nine. Um, but I like to keep my day pretty chill, do like two or three a day. Unless it's a big one, I'll do like one big one a day. No, I, I try not to strain myself because I also don't want to like compromise other people's tattoos, especially you know, I'd be like the last person come in at the end of the day and like fucking super tired, you know? Oh, exactly. How, how do yeah. you kind of, because, you know, sometimes you'll be tattooing for hours. So how do you sort yeah. of build up your stamina, I guess? Is that the right word for it? Yeah, yeah. Um, you got to take breaks every once in a while. You know, your client needs breaks. Uh, especially since, you know, like it's very straining on the eyes, especially like when you're using reference, because uh, you're constantly looking at your reference, looking at the tattoo, wiping down, making sure everything is, is going properly. And it's hard to do that straight. So like I try to do you know, tattoo for an hour, take a 10 minute break, um, tattoo for another hour, like depending on how big the tattoo is. But uh, some, some people can sit for a long time, which is cool. But uh, my ass definitely hurts after a while. <laughs> What what's the uh, people always ask this? But what is the most painful part of the body to tattoo? Then, oh man, it's it's so different for everybody. But um, you know, I'd say like the most common places would be like the ribs, um, anywhere on like the calf, like close to the back of the knee. Uh, arms are pretty good actually, um, mm. except for the wrist. The wrist really sucks. Okay. Uh, but for me, the worst ones are on my like lower knuckles from like above my fingernail to my first knuckle. Oh, like really? those are, that was probably like the worst, one of the worst pains I've ever felt in my life. Um, yeah, because I, yeah, saw, it's... I saw you had, um, you did Peter McKinnon a while back. Yeah. Yeah. He was a good friend of mine. Um, oh, cool. we, uh, yeah, we, we both like, we both live in new market. Um, we've wanted to do that video for a while. I don't know yeah. if you saw the video that we did. Um, oh, we've been talking about doing yet. that. Okay, the link is in my bio. Uh, oh, cool. That's it's basically him talking about his tattoos uh, while I'm tattooing about his studio. Yeah. It's it's pretty it's a pretty funny video actually. Um, but we've been wanting to do that for a while, and it just happened. He was like, "Hey, you free next Thursday? You want to do this video?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure. Let's yeah, let's do it." So it worked out really nice. And then he came in a couple weeks later, and we did his hand. But, yes, uh, that, I did that's do what all of his made me bring it well. up because he's all his knuckles are done. That like that looks like yeah. it must be so painful to do. It 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 is. It does suck. Uh, and he sits really well. Like he's a champ. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, it's not the, the nicest place to get tattooed. That's for sure. Mm. So you know, doing this job, how much do you have to sort of go away and get inspiration? Like, where do you draw your inspiration from for your tattoos? I guess people come in with the design, but then how do you begin to formulate that into, okay, this is the tattoo I want to put on, put on this body. Um, I mean, to get like inspiration, like it does, I mean, having a good idea from somebody is, is good. Like a good base of an idea when people are like really, really specific, uh, it kind of, it sounds weird, but it makes it a lot harder mm. to come up with a design because uh, they're, they're kind of like, depending on how specific they are, it kind of like steers away from uh, like my creative perspective on the drawing. So I try to get people to give me like kind of vague ideas, just, just a subject matter. Mm. But uh, there's definitely times where creativity is definitely like plateaued, you know? And it's one of the things you got to kind of just like fight through. Like I try to like go for my walks, and listen to music and just kind of chill out. And that's kind of how I do my brainstorming. Mm, okay. um, the more relaxed, like if I, if I sit there and think about it, I'm just going to redraw it, redraw it, redraw it a million times. And 
I'm just not going to end up wanting to do a tattoo by the end of it. So, um, yeah, I try to, to, to tell people just to give me more vague ideas or, you know, like I'll, I'll sit there and draw a flash page, just stuff that I want to tattoo as well. Mm. That's just been sitting in the back of my head. Oh, that's cool. Uh, we've sort of yeah. spoken a little bit about styles, but do you ever get people coming in and asking for something that's sort of just out your wheelhouse and you just like, <laughs> really what I do? Yeah. Yeah. I've had a few people message me. They're like, Oh, I love your black work, man. Like just wondering, do you do watercolor? And I'm like, what? <laughs> are you serious? But yeah, like I, I, I don't, you know, I, those people, I, I just will refer them to somebody else who I know will actually do a good job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, life, watercolor is a big one for some reason. People <laughs> ask me to do watercolor a lot. I'm like, nah, dude. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's not me. That's my, my thing, man. <laughs> um, what would be some personality traits that you think are key for a tattoo artist? Um, you definitely have to be friendly. I mean, at times, you know, there's there's times where you can tell people to just fuck right off. You know? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if I don't know if he can swear. You can on swear, this you can swear yeah. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, it's it's you know you got to have a good balance. I was always a really quiet kid and I wasn't really, I was pretty shy. I wasn't very personable. Like I, I wasn't good at having conversations, but uh, the more I started tattooing and like talking to my clients, it really helped me build that sort of uh, ability to, to talk to people and like listen. And it's actually pretty interesting to, to hear some people's stories, but um, on the other side of it, you know, there's <laughs> some real fucking idiots out there. <laughs> and yeah you can tell them off and it's funny because they're like okay well let me speak to your boss and it's like nah man it's not how it works like i'm the boss <laughs> like, you know you know so it's kind of nice that way i don't like to be that way but sometimes you kind of have to be that way yeah of course um, but i'd say for the most part you got to be good at you know communicating with people being you know on top of especially these days uh, uh your social media game and just making connections with other artists that are you know across the world because you know you have the means to do that I was so just about to ask you about good to take advantage of that for sure. Social media and how much how important that is to you now and you know, the things like Instagram showcasing your work, building a network of people, like you say, other yeah. artists, how much of that is is really crucial to what you do now? Um I mean, if you want to be able to travel and tattoo people like anywhere, like I I've made connections like because I go to LA and I tattoo. I I've been to New York. Um I mean, like because of COVID, I couldn't go. I was supposed to go out to, to Berlin and stuff like that, Paris. Um, but just, just you know, messaging people, messaging other artists, following them and, you know, commenting on their work and kind of building relationships with other shops, uh, I find is really important. And Instagram's definitely made that a lot easier. Yeah. And it's, it's sort of, it's such a tool that everybody can use now, no matter what sort of career they're in. And I think yeah, that goes great. for every industry. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, you said you've done a, a, a video with um, uh, Peter McKinnon. I saw, did you yep. tattoo Chris Howe as well? I did. Yeah. 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 I so, I mean, yeah. that, that great opportunities and then they can repost you on their social and exactly. that's how it works. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, they, the, you know, the video gave me a lot of traction and a lot of new followers that were from uh, like the photography world, which is what I didn't really have on my page before, you know? Mm. Mm. So that was uh, cool. And for you, what would be the biggest positive um, you get out of being a tattoo artist? Um, I mean, basically I get to kind of choose my own path and choose kind of where I want my career to go. Mm. Um, I can 
I'm free to be as creative as I want, you know, and I get to work with a bunch of rad dudes too. So it's, you know, it's not work. It's not a job. Um, it's something I get to wake up and just kind of be happy about. And I, I don't, I never say like, I'm going to work. I'm like, Hey, yeah, I'm going to the shop. I'm going to yeah. do a few tattoos today. You know, it's, it's kind of nice. It's, it's, I don't know. It's very, uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but it's, it's nice. You get to choose your own life and, and how you do yeah, things. It, and yeah, exactly. it's, it's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. And if you fuck up, it's your own fault. Yes. You know, yeah. there's no one else to blame. And, and sometimes you learn from that. On, on the flip side of that, there will be some uh, less favorable aspects of that industry. What's that? Sorry. Are you kind of... Well, some negatives of, uh, of the tattoo industry. Oh, um negatives that's it's a tough question i mean as far as like it it's hard to say because there could be a negative in kind of everything you know some artists you meet can be a super bummer like you know you can look up to them for a long time you actually like meet them in real life you're like oh this guy is not <laughs> oh i thought he was and you know as far as even you know like scheduling stuff uh is pretty complicated sometimes you know like people won't show up to their appointments they won't let you know um and this whole covid thing you know you know being in ontario we're on our third lockdown now and you know i have have like months and months of rescheduling they do and then they don't when they want to open back up they tell you like two days ahead of time it's like, okay, I got to like call three months worth of people now in a couple of days to reschedule. It's just mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's, it's not really like a negative thing. It's just more of like a, it's, it's the harder side of it, I guess. Yeah. And just mm-hmm. kind of dealing with that, especially like, cause I don't have an assistant or anything. I do all, do it all myself, um, all by DMs and stuff. Cause I find that that's just the best way to do it. But um, yeah, I mean, there's, uh, there's definitely more positives than, than negatives to uh, tattooing that's for sure so we always like to talk about average salaries uh, in any industry we talk about and what we do is we go away and we find some data uh, and we just see if you agree with the average figure for the for the industry so um we found some canadian figures so apparently the average for a tattoo artist in canada is around thirty nine thousand dollars canadian and which is for the uk listeners around twenty two thousand pounds um does that sound about right to you um I guess because mm. I feel like most of the artists in Canada um, are working for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So when they work for somebody else, they, uh, they give a percentage, like a split. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was working at other shops for other, for other people, my percentage was like, uh, I was giving them 40%, 40%. Which, is a, wow. which is a lot. Right. I mean, especially when I was getting my own clients, like we were all doing that at the shop before Main Street, um, which is why I decided, like, hey, guys, let's just fucking let's open up our own shop because yeah. uh, we can do it as a collective. Um, so I feel like most of the people who are working for other people will have a lower income, whereas like the four of us, we split everything four ways. We make 100 percent of our tattoos mm. and, you know, we're all separate businesses and we run our own business. We can tattoo when we want. Uh, we can tattoo as much as we want or as little as we want. As long as, you know, the, the monthly bills get paid, then it's easy. And like the overhead is super low wow. when we do it this way. So I, I'd say like we, we make well, well above that average figure, but it sounds about right because most people don't do, like, they don't have a collective the way we do it. Mm. 
when uh, when you started up your shop with uh, you and your friends, did you uh, did you sort of have a, a plan of how you guys wanted to tattoo and cover like different bases? I know we've spoken a little bit about styles. It's something um, so I'm kind of interested in how did you sort of just all have your own style or do you sort of overlap slightly? Um, I mean, kind of like we kind of have our own our own things going on, um, and, and we, we didn't like plan it that way. Just it kind of worked out uh, that it just happened to be the four of us could do like different things, you know, where like I just do mainly black, uh, like LeBlanc and, and Brownless and Baker at the shop. They could do color, you know, and that's well, who I'd send people to if they asked for color tattoos. Um, we, we all do like portrait stuff. We can all do black and gray. So we're, we're pretty, I'd say the other three are way more versatile than I am to be honest, but um, yeah, I, we, it just, it just happened to be, that's just how it worked out. Mm. so you know when you're when you're doing this and you're building your portfolio of clients is that a crucial yep. thing in the game to to get some really loyal clients that come back time and time again uh yeah it is for sure mm-hmm. it is um and that all comes back around with you know being personable and you know being a friendly shop because uh, people definitely like to be comfortable and we're all we're all a bunch of nice guys uh and uh, i think we, we've all been tattooing over 10 years I think the Bronx been tattooing 16 plus years. So like we you've definitely built up uh, a lot of clientele since then. Mm. And we've pretty much been in the area. So um, yeah, it's just, you know, years and years of friendships and building clientele. And then they tell their friends, like, even though Instagram is a good tool, I feel like it's a good tool to show people who have never seen your art mm. to see your art for the first time. But word of mouth is one of the biggest things, especially when you have, clients that continue to come back other people see their artwork and they're like oh where'd you get that done and they tell them and i always ask my clients when they come in um like how did you hear about you know the shop or how did you hear about me and and most of the time it's word of mouth to be honest wow and uh for you would you still go into this industry knowing everything you know now yes yes and no (laughs) i mean if i if i if i had known the first few years what i had to like go through and like all the bullshit, <laughs> like how hard it was to, to start. Maybe not. If I could like skip ahead, then yes. But uh, no, it was all it was all a cool learning experience, and I'm glad I, I didn't really know what was coming up next because I kind of just went with the flow. Okay, whatever happens, kind of happens. But uh, yeah, you know, it's it's been great. So yes, oh, I'd say yes, I would still do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen thank you so much for coming on andrew it's been uh really, yeah, of really course interesting thanks for having about me guys what you do oh pleasure yeah that's this is fun thank you andrew uh, where can people find you? oh <laughs> brilliant uh, where can people find you and your art and your shop um you can find me uh andrew wilson art on instagram um the shop is main street tattoo company and uh yeah everybody else uh who works at the shop is listed in the bio as well Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you so much.